I'm recording. Ba, 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 <laughs> Monday, Monday. Hey guys, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we're going to talk about Impact Winter, season dun, six. Dun, dun, dun. It makes me think of the song In the Bleak Midwinter. Yeah, how apropos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, it's a Christmas episode, but it, it's yeah. perhaps the least Christmassy Christmas episode of the West Wing, might you definitely. say? Definitely. Yes, I would definitely say. Uh, we took a little, I asked some people on Twitter what they thought about this episode, because I think a lot of people have strong feelings about it. Yeah. Um, perhaps we'll include those. But first, I think we, uh, we need to sing. Definitely. <clears throat> Let Let's, uh, do you want to regale us with a TikTok? Uh, and I will, I'm going to troll Twitter and see what everybody's responses were to this episode. Oh, TikTok. Well, we're going to China. We're on the way to visit China and the president can't move basically. So that throws a wrinkle in all of the plans for China. Um, because you know, him being able to walk and function is important. So a lot of the episode is spent... Uh, dealing with that and watching how the president deals with that and watching everybody else scramble around that. Also, there is an asteroid that is going to hit the Earth, potentially. So, like, <laughs> the world might be ending. It's totally fine. This episode fine. turns into Armageddon. Yeah. Like, Liv Tyler shows up. A very odd ben situation, Affleck. but that's fine. Um, so that's happening, and we're keeping an eye on that. Also, jo- I mean, Donna is trying desperately hard to get to have lunch with Josh Whoa. Um and which does not work out and she quits so I mean uh, not she, she couldn't have lunch she was trying to tell him that she was quitting and he was not listening so said Sally so nonchalantly like this wasn't a large gaping hole in our hearts when that happened <laughs> this is my favorite I love this we're gonna talk all about it I loved it too man I yep. uh some other people on Twitter agree with me that they have hardly rewatched it because it hurts so much and I agree I I feel like I've seen this episode I mean it's gotta be more than once but when I saw the opening of it with the whole Monday Monday and they're singing and it's like the special camera angles that they didn't used to do in seasons one and two yeah I I really it felt like I'd never seen it before so I this was not a, a rewatcher for me originally but I think it is now Hmm. But I, yeah, it was. It's definitely not a rewatcher. I, I well, I don't know. I kind of love the. I mean, it, it hurts, but I kind of. I just. I love this episode. I really do. Well, it borders on. For me, it's like it borders on silly a lot of times, but it doesn't cross over enough for me. I guess like when the president is getting carried off the plane and when there's like an asteroid about to hit, it feels like is this real? Is this the West Wing right now? 
but there are other parts that I love so much about it. So I felt like it was totally in keeping with Bartlett that he would just like get so impatient that he would have the body man carry him. Did that not seem like yeah. in character? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It hundred percent seemed in character and I loved the thought of it. It was when we were physically when we were actually watching him carry him down the stairs like a baby that just felt a little <laughs> odd. But I hundred percent oh, the whole like let's make a prison break, like that was hundred that's so President Bartlett. He's like, I'm not yeah. doing this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So we finally meet the the new body man, Curtis. I kind of thought yes. That he was like a, a Lane Kim, uh, Gilmore Girls uh, dad sort of situation where we never meet him. <laughs> so clearly, I don't, <laughs> yeah, clearly we, I don't rewatch this episode enough. Yeah. So way to go, Curtis, making the prison Yay, break with Curtis. President B. <laughs> um, what, what were some of your favorite parts or least favorite parts of this uh, episode? Favorite parts? We'll get, well, We'll get the what. I mean, I just want to jump right in with the Josh and Donna. Josh and Donna. Okay, that's that's what I figured. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's this is one of my favorite Josh and Donna moments because it's like finally something is happening. You know, really. Yeah. Like it just. I don't know. It it's one of my favorite moments because it is an actual moment where things the story is progressing. Things are moving forward. Donna is leaving, for better or for worse this is an actual thing that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, it's not more of the mm-hmm. same. Like, there is finally a turning point, and action is being taken, and I just love Donna, and I'm like, get it, girl. Quit. Mm-hmm. Just, I quit. She's sick of waiting him for him to go have lunch. She finally takes matters into her own hands, and I just, I love everything about it. I love everything about it. Uh, I mean, I love everything about it, except for the fact that, like, now she's not there. <laughs> like, the, when they pan over to her desk, and that woman who is a famous actress who's in so many movies whose name escapes me at the moment. She's in What About Bob? I, I can't remember. I would, I would venture a guess at a PBS uh, children's show from my childhood, but I'll probably say Alf when it's not Alf, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> oh, but um, when they pan over to Donna's desk, and then he, when Josh goes over there and asks who she is, like, He's in such denial. Like, he's in yeah. such denial the entire, the time. entire time. Every time she asks. I kind of love that. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, Mel tweeted um, at us and she said, like, she always thought that she, that uh, Josh kind of knew what lunch was. What Donna. Oh, yeah. 100% and so that's why he was kept blowing her off. Yes. And it's, but like. I think but, that's definitely true. But why would he do that? Like, because he doesn't know he... what else to do. Honestly, I think that's, I mean, he doesn't know how to handle anything. So he just doesn't handle anything. Like, couldn't he have just given her more responsibility or something? Like, why did he, I don't know. I just wonder if he could have, he could have figured something else out. But yeah, I'm glad that she finally takes matters into her own hands yeah. Heck yes. But it's it's yeah. completely heartbreaking because just a couple of weeks ago, I mean not not a couple of weeks ago, but it feels like pretty recently he flew all the way to Germany for her and she's got like yeah. blood on the floor and she's crying and the mask and he's there yeah. and like now they're like shrapnel. She's just yeah. gone. Yep. I I think it's I don't know. I I always kind of thought that the reason he didn't well, okay, so he took action in sending her to Gaza, and then she got exploded in a truck. 
So I always sort of thought that, like, he was just hesitant to do anything and, like, after that. And that's what led to this sort of inaction on his part. Um, I could totally just be imagining that, which I probably am. But I think that's, I don't know. I think he's just, I think he's just so stunted. I think he just doesn't know what to do about anything. So I just, I like the way they handle it. I like him being so in denial. I like... I, I like everything about it, so I think it's I think it's perfectly in character for him to be like you're not you're not quitting, you know, like for him to just not to just not accept it at all. So oh, I this loved makes it. me want to flash forward to some episodes in season six and seven, which mm-hmm. we can't talk about because of spoilers. But correct, oh, it's just heartbreaking now for them just professionally. I mean, take out yeah. all the potentially romantic stuff now there's just a huge pain i can't deal it's tough yeah (laughs) it is tough tough. it's tough but also josh is trying to figure out i mean a lot of things he's trying to make sure that an asteroid doesn't hit the earth which we'll talk more about in a moment but and and as we mentioned in previous weeks he's gotten uh offers to run the campaign both for russell and for hoines so basically you know it's going to (laughs) be josh lyman uh, running for the Democratic Party, just making yes. everything happen. Yep. And, <laughs> but he is also trying to figure out, like, who he wants the candidate to be. Clearly, he doesn't want it to be Russell, because he's an idiot. Well, right. maybe not an idiot, just not the right guy. He's not the right. guy. And he's kind of on the fence with Hoynes, even though that's the better of the two. And so we get some fun things happening with Santos. It's sad that it's the better of the two. <laughs> yes. It is pretty pretty dismal. Yeah. But all that to say, and other people have tweeted this as well, I think Jamie on Twitter, yeah, Jamie on Twitter said the same thing, that um, Josh needed a kick in the butt to yeah. kind of leave the nest. And, and the fact that we had Leo in this episode to really – uh, use as a sounding board and to talk about, you know, like, what about staying here? Like, there's so much more right. that needs to be done. And Leo's like, it, there, it's never going to be done. It's never yeah. over. Right. So I so I think it wasn't just Donna leaving, although I think that, that was a huge kick in the pants for him. Yeah. But also Leo giving all of his advice, and this really sends the show – in a whole new trajectory. I agree totally. I thought it was the perfect I thought it was the perfect way to bring Leo back in. I thought having him be there with CJ and Toby gone ha- like well first of all just having him back in the White House felt so right. It was so like, good. When he was yeah, when he was walking around I was like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea how much I missed this." Um so that was great. I thought I just thought it was a great way to bring him back. And I and like you were saying that then he and Josh immediately fall back into this mentor mentee um, role. And yeah, he's a great sounding board for Josh because the thing about it is like you know that you sort or you sort of get the feeling, at least I do, that Josh already knows that that's what he has to do. He just he's just he looking just for someone to, to have, give him the green light. Yeah, <laughs> he's just looking for Leo to be like, no, this is what you have to do. So, and who else would tell him that? Like right. Donna, I mean, Donna or Leo. And really, it needed to be one of them. And since Donna's yeah. gone, because he yeah. definitely can't ask Toby Ziegler. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I thought it was, uh, yeah, I just thought it was really great. thought it was really great. I loved their whole conversation about how they 
used to pick the presidential candidates in like a smoky <laughs> back room somewhere. Yeah. And uh, and Leo just saying like, hey, you need to pick someone that you want to work for, someone that you right. want to win. And right. I also loved when he said that there. He said, uh, this might be a stupid idea. And Leo's like, there's no stupid ideas. Wait, I don't know why people say that. There's definitely stupid there definitely ideas. definitely are stupid ideas. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I would have called this episode The Back Room, personally, more than Impact Winter. But I guess if we're focusing primarily on Bartlett's, then yeah. Impact Winter, it, it very yeah. much was. Yeah. Yeah, I like The Back Room idea. You should, Thank you. you should write for I should just rewrite uh I should just rewrite episodes and see if yeah, I become let's a better both writer. Do that. I think we're <laughs> Let's write season super eight. Qualified. What if we did that, Sally? What if instead of another podcast we just we'd like rewatch the master class with, with Aaron Sorkin and then yeah. we tried to write season eight and crowdfund it? Um I think it would go poorly, but it <laughs> might be great for us, like personally. Oh, well, you know, like, I'm all about personal development. I'm clearly not in this for the money. <laughs> no, we're clearly not. <laughs> I bet we could get, like, one of the actors to sign on to do it. I bet we could get somebody to sign on to do, like, I a bet we could get Rob thing. Lowe to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what funny. if we just freaking write him what he's asking for? Come on, Rob. It'd be great. It'd be great. <laughs> we could do um, it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's think about that. Yeah, um, definitely. I, oh, I'm already thinking I, about it. I'm already brainstorming entire. I love it. I'm so I'm so excited. This is uh, 2017. It's going to give us a nice distraction. Um, also, I have to give honorable mention to the little Walter Sprout guy from NASA, who <laughs> is the one who tells Josh that the asteroid is coming toward Earth, and I thought he was a little gem. He was this, this sweaty little nervous guy, and you totally yeah. believe that he was this like scientist who's freaking out that the Earth is going to end. And yeah. I, I loved it. So I loved much. it. He was like, "Can I have some water?" <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it could have been easily overplayed, and it was like a tiny bit overplayed, but like it was. I thought it was great. I just thought it was great. I mean, I almost fell out of my chair the, when he, yeah. when he finally delivers all the water. info, and then they just cut back to him, and he said, "I loved a man once." I never yes. called him. And Josh said, oh. okay. Deborah Khan, you slay me. That was the funniest. Yeah, oh, that man. was hilarious. I need to add that to my, like, funniest things that happened I, on the West Wing bit. Because personally, that. it was just, the timing was perfect. So, yeah. So should we talk about the president and all his issues? No. The bathroom scene? No. no. Okay, no. we won't talk about it. All right. <laughs> no. Let's pretend it didn't happen. No. Seriously, that bathroom scene is, I think, why I don't rewatch it. And I, it's so heartbreaking. Because it's just, like, so painful. It does look so painful. And just emotionally is Oh, painful. yeah. In every way that it could be painful, it is. It's painful, yeah. I agree with oh. that. Oh, so yeah, he's uh he's brushing his teeth, and then uh, Abby comes in, and she's fiddling with the chair, and then he loses his balance, and he falls over on a tile floor. Yeah, and I really we we should probably play a clip from it just because the acting is so good that you don't want to hear my it's like puppet so theater good. of it. This is their dream come true. Me stuck in that damn wheelchair. You tell your staff to bring it up tomorrow. I tried that. Do you hear me? I tried that. Decisions are made in the room. I am not in the room. I can't do the job, Abby. Do you understand? I can't do it. 
I cannot do the job. Look at me! Look at me! That's just uh, MVP right there. I'm just gonna go yeah, ahead and call I mean, it. When he's oh, when he's like, I can't do the job. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't oh. get that. <laughs> he's yeah. so good. He's just so good. Yeah, he earned his keep on this one. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, not that he does it normally, but... but MVP very much yeah. so. Yeah, definitely. And it's MVP. so hard. I mean, the whole summit—they're just trying to figure out how to make it work because right. you can't. I, I love the whole like Carol Burnett like pull on your ear thing when you need to leave. Yeah the room (laughs) and I loved even before they went in and they're discussing that and Kate was trying to remind Bartlett like okay make sure you tell him like thanks for letting us inhabit this (laughs) space like be extra uh you know uh flattering to them because you're disrespecting them by sitting down before them and all that kind of stuff and he was threatening to kill her I just loved all of that I'm gonna hit her (laughs) yeah like the memory's not going I did too um so I, I loved all that. Great. But it's yeah. just so hard because he wants to be in the room. He said decisions are made by those yeah. in the room. I'm not I'm not in the room. So Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's great though. I thought I think I don't know. I feel like in my original watching, I feel like I was sort of forgetting about the MS. I like that they bring the MS up. I like that it is an issue here. I, like a real I mean, it is a real issue. Uh because if they had just pretended forever or not pretended but like if just nothing had ever happened with it that would have felt not like cheating but just you know what was the point of setting all that up so I liked that this sort of big dramatic thing comes out of it you know yeah like and oh, I, he can't he can't move he has to be carried off the plane <laughs> yeah and I love that Toby is just so Toby and CJ both are really freaking stressed the entire episode. Yeah. Rightfully so. Um, But that is kind of what I feel like it devolves into, where Toby is mostly just stressed and in the middle and not necessarily carrying his own storyline, unfortunately. Yeah. To our great detriment. (laughs) Yes. Uh, um, (laughs) But in the end, Bartlett was still able to... I don't really know how. We can talk about this. But so he they get to the end of the summit of whatever they can do with Bartlett mm-hmm. there. And yeah. he's he's not happy with it. He wants to get in the room and, like, make it happen. I yeah. guess he was just all of a sudden able to make it happen. He felt well enough to negotiate. I don't know. I think he was just so – because, like, when they come in and he's talking to Curtis and he's, like, talking about the asteroid hitting – and he's, like, yelling at Toby and them. I think he's just so fed up at that point that he's just, like, I'm going to do it even if it kills me kind of thing, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Which I like. I like that. And then, oh, I don't know. And he does it like a champion. Yeah. He gets the three I didn't want to skip ahead to the end, but. Well, we don't have to because we still have an <laughs> asteroid heading towards Earth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> don't want to fall asleep. Um. Okay, there's so many different parts of this that I think are delightful. I already mentioned the the NASA man. So many NASA mm-hmm. things going on. I also yeah. really love that Margaret is trying to reallocate spots in the bunker. Did you? <laughs> and she wants to. She yes. forgot the the VP, but she definitely wants to put the hunky UPS guy Dan in yep. there. Also, can we pause to acknowledge that Ginger is in this episode, and we haven't had Ginger in maybe two years? 
I don't know. Yeah. It it feels like much too long, and I feel sad for Ginger. I'm glad yep, that she's there. Yep, I agree. Agree totally. <laughs> I Margaret, or all of them, you know, allocating the spots in, in the bunker was just brilliant. I thought that was perfectly like. I don't know. It was just it's so so in, in keeping with, with her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. That's one of my favorite Margaret moments. I think there. No, every Margaret moment is my favorite. Really, but man, honestly, honestly. <laughs> and so then great. of course, uh, Will Bailey has to be the buzzkill, and he's like, "Well, who's gonna reinvent the telephone? Um, not you, Will Bailey. Sorry no. about it. Why? You might be good at like making your candidate capitalize on President Bartlett's MS, which is not cool. I don't. Not I understand." Cool at all. Yeah, I understand that you're trying to win the 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 bid for the nomination for your party, but yeah. that was just that felt smarmy to me. I did not like yeah, that at I agree. all. Nope. I like when Josh is like, "Stop having him say he's playing tennis. It doesn't make him look youthful and whatever." It just and then Donna like says something about it. He's like, "No, yeah, it makes him look youthful." <laughs> I know. I love it. They're so smart. So yeah. So wicked smart. Um, and it's weird to me though, that at the briefing before, you know, Bartlett had a complete paralysis and it was like a slow, slow news day, which you always know it's not going to be a slow news day. Uh, yeah. Uh, Annabeth was, Annabeth was really nervous about doing the briefing. Yeah. Like why? I I don't know. Why was she nervous at all? She's the one who's been coaching like Toby slash not right. hiring a new press secretary. Like, I don't know what. Right. She's like, so she's, been to- she's been coaching Toby. She's been coaching Toby. Toby. Coaching Toby so effectively and successfully. So, why would she suddenly be afraid to. That to the point of doing laps. Yeah. Doing, yeah. Doing laps. I didn't like that. <laughs> did not. Like yeah. That. No. I mean,. Yeah, it was kind of strange. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely didn't like it when Bingo Bob was up there cuz it just no. felt like he was undermining the he's presidency. So, yeah, he's just so ugh. But I did oh, love yeah. when when Josh just served it up to Will cuz he had had enough. He was fed up. Yeah. And it was well founded. Way to take it out, yes. Josh. Yes. Way to put him in his place. I agree. I loved that. Um, what else did, okay, so then the end with the president on the plane was pretty dramatic, right? It, it, well, yeah, he's like sweating profusely and we're, yeah, everybody's excited and he just pulled off this amazing feat. There's going to be a North Korea summit and they made it through. It's a win. And then, you know, it's not going to stay a win. Something's going to happen. Right. Whew. Yeah. You think Bartlett so in the bathroom is bad? Uh, yeah. I, this that was that was not fun. I did not like that. When as soon as Abby's like, as soon as Abby's like, you sweat through your, you sweat all the way through your clothes, and then there's just drama. And then CJ and Toby looking through the door down the hallway. That was Ooh. so dramatic. They're like, what's happening? I loved that. Yes. Yeah. Oh I like man. That a lot. I like that shot a lot. Honestly, I feel like this is. This is the perfect ep- episode to me. I feel like it's a ten. It's I, a great I just, episode. It's you know if you prefer more comedic ones, you know, fine. But I feel like there were a bunch of funny things in this one, and oh, the yeah. stakes were so high. 
And yeah. I mean, the acting is always good. It's never not well, good. Yeah. yeah so, definitely. yeah, I really love this episode, even though it's the least Christmassy one that we have. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, yeah. The other part of the ending <laughs> is that Josh teleports to Houston. Ooh, he does teleport to Houston. I kind of hated that, though. I I liked that he went. I kind of hated when he was like, hey, put me on the next flight to Houston. And she's like, Texas? I'm like, come on, lady. You're a temp and you don't. I mean, that's weird. Also, the White House uses temps, I guess, with internally. I guess. Yeah, yeah, internally, that makes sense. But yeah, that was also one of my thoughts, too. But know, when but. he is talking to Matt Santos and he's like, I have a filing deadline. And then he's Ooh. like, I'm not running for Congress. And he's like, I'm not talking about Congress. And they just Ooh. stand there and look at each other. <laughs> it's the best. Yep. It's like a giant I, get, I got so excited. I got so excited. When I happened. mean, because then Santos knows what he's talking about. I just wonder yeah. what that's like. Like, to, to have nav- never... I feel like everybody else, if they're thinking about running for president, like they're talking about it Have to been everyone. Thinking about it forever, yeah. Yeah, and this is yeah. more like a, a secret. Like I don't think, yeah, there's no way that Santos would do it if if right. Josh hadn't shown up, and then also the next episode. So, yeah. yeah, but I I just love I just love Matt Santos in general. So I love that we're at this point, and he's about to ask him to jump off a cliff. Yeah. Yep. Ah. Ooh. I can't I wait. I can't Ooh. wait. There's the a lot next... of fun things coming up. Oh my gosh, so many fun things. Um yep. I don't I don't really want to know if people don't like Santos because I love him no. so much. <laughs> I love him so much. It is yeah, I, I don't wonder... I'm not <laughs> listening. I wonder if they could that. do a a spin-off with Santos. <clears throat> uh yes. That man does not age. I would watch that. They no, could pick it up age. right. <laughs> that, they could pick bit. it up right where they left off. <laughs> yeah, they, they could. They really could. Um. Okay. Well, I think we both agree. Do you have anything else? Is there anything else you want to cover? Um, I don't think so. We talked about Josh and Donna. That was my big thing, and then Santos. I, those are my, those are my big things from this episode that I loved. So true. I'm good. All right. Fair enough. Oh, I'm I also excited. liked... I'm excited for all the things coming up. I know. I'm, I'm so glad we got past season five. Yep. Same. <laughs> I, I have so much love in my heart for seasons uh, six and seven. I do too, really. So, I'm excited. Yay! Yeah. MVP? Um, uh, I mean, I'm going Bartlett on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm, I Bartlett, but Martin Sheen for me, so... Sure. Yeah. Acting. That yeah. bathroom scene, man. Did he get nominated uh-huh. for an Emmy for this episode? Because I hope so. We should give him an we should just make him an Emmy. Just for okay. just for kicks. Just another. Yep. I'm have one. totally down. Let's do that after we finish writing season eight. Yeah, we'll write season eight and then we'll just give them all Emmys for doing it. And maybe ourselves for finishing, because you know, you have to reward true. yourself. True. So true. So true. And then we can use all of the titles of the episodes that we think it should be. Like, I think this one still should have been, like, the back room. Because Leo yeah. and Josh are the back room. But, 
you know, we can call it impact winter if we, if we think that's more successful. Yeah. So, okay. Um, if you guys have thoughts or feelings on uh, this episode or the next one, which is faith-based initiative, uh, you can email us. You can also email us a voice memo if you prefer, if, if you if that tickles your fancy. Uh, yeah, that's what all the, the cool kids are doing these days on podcasts. Uh, you can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at wingingitpod. And uh, I believe next week we'll, we'll have a special episode. It's not with Bradley Whitford. I feel like every time I say, like, special episode, people think that it's with him. It's not. I'm sorry. But no. it's going to be delightful. It's going to be uh, a good time. So we will uh, we'll talk to you guys very soon. It's getting exciting. Yep. Yay. Yay. All right. See you later. Bye, guys. <laughs>